Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. We've been going through the series called the Spiritual Warfare. We are in the warfare, and we have to be aware of who our enemy is. So, first time we learned about who our true enemy is. Our true enemy is not the people around us, but it is the spiritual being, spiritual forces in darkness, as in Ephesians chapter six, verse twelve. And also, first day we learned about the weapon that we need to wear. Uh, first of all, we need to have the belt of truth, which is the、uh, preparing ourselves with the holiness of the truth. And the second, we need to put the right. Righteousness as our breastplate, so that we can protect ourselves. And the last week, we learned about that we need to put our shoes、uh, for the gospel of peace, meaning that we need to share the gospel of Christ Jesus, because Jesus is our peace, who brought the two groups into one, breaking the barriers in between Jewish and Gentiles, between God and us, between anybody else. So that it is really the peace that comes from Jesus Christ. Today, as the last portion of the spiritual war. We are going to learn about the rest of the spiritual, the full armor of God. We are going to learn about the shield of faith and helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. Those three, the weapons, are very, very essential for us not only to protect ourselves but also to attack. The spiritual forces, the true enemy, as in Ephesians chapter six twelve. So let's go to the rest, last portion of this passage from Ephesians chapter six verses sixteen through seventeen. So let's read this passage together. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith, with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the、uh, word of God. Amen. So the first weapon that we need to look at is in the verse sixteen, taking up the shield of faith. Shield of faith. So what kind of shield is it? It says shield of Faith. Now, what is faith? Of course, in Ephesians chapter two, verses eight through nine, you are saved by God's grace through faith. So it is all by God's grace, but God uses faith in Christ Jesus as instrument for us to be saved. So we can see this. We can see this that the the faith is related to a faith in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now the faith is essential in the spiritual warfare because it says it is the shield,、uh, it is the、uh, the weapon that protects us. Now in this case, the word, the Greek word for shield here is only used one time in this passage. Now it is the image of Roman soldiers' shield. Now Roman soldiers had a big. Heavy shield that was big enough to protect whole body. So it was not a small shield; it was a big shield. So Paul, using that imagery, is really talking about the perfect shield to protect us from evil one, the attack of evil one. So that without this shield, we will be vulnerable. We will be open to any types of attack from the Satan and the evil one. So we have to have this shield for sure. Now, what kind of faith is? It. 
Now, what is the definition of faith? Because it says the faith is the shield. Now, in the Hebrews chapter eleven, verse one, it says the faith is assurance of what is hoped for, and also it is the conviction of what is not seen. So basically, the、uh, the faith is not something about that you see, but it is something that you don't see, but you have conviction. In other words, you have the evidence, even if you do do not see it, and you hope for something, but You may not see what it is, but you know that it is going to come. You know you have a great assurance. You know that it is coming for sure. Just like in the uh, uh, Romans chapter eight verse twenty-five also says, "It's we can with that hope we can be we can endure." Okay, so whole throughout the Bible is really talking about faith. Hope that is not seen. Now we have a great example of that faith, which is. Abraham, because Abraham, he was seventy-five years old when God called him. He was old enough not to have a child. He didn't have any children, by the way, because Sarah was barren all her life. However, God gave them promise that you will have a child. You will have a son. Guess what? Well, Abraham was a human being, and he.、Uh, He was waiting for God's promise to be fulfilled. Along the way, he made a mistake that、uh, he had Ishmael instead of Isaac. But God said, "No, no, no, not Ishmael," because Ishmael was really the man's idea. However,、uh, God said, "I will give you son." And then Abraham and Sarah waited. Guess what? They had a son when Abraham was hundred years old. What does that mean? Even though he did not have any manpower to have a baby, however, God by God's his power by God's power they had a baby. So what's happening is this: what、uh, what Abraham had had was the faith, because between seventy five and hundred years old of age, there was a long. It was a long time.、Uh, he did not see anything happening. Right with his own eyes. However, Abraham did not grow weak in his faith, but he grew stronger in his faith, as we can see in Romans chapter four, verse nineteen、uh, and twenty. And he believed that God would give him son. So that is what the faith is really about. Even when you do not see that's happening, you still trust in God. You still trust in His promise. That is faith. Now, what th- this faith is about? God, as I said earlier. Now, Romans chapter,、uh, Proverbs chapter thirty, verse five. It says, "God is the shield to those who take refuge in Him, to those who really trust in Him." All throughout the Old Testament, we can see that God is the shield. God is the shield. So, if you combine them together with today's verse, which is the shield of faith, the shield of faith is really the shield of faith in God. Okay, because God is the one who truly becomes a, a true shield, and he, he is the one who protects you. Okay, so our faith must be on God Himself and His promise. And then, when we have that faith in God, He, God, will protect us. He will be our refuge, and He will protect from all the flaming arrows of evil one. But let's look at this verse again, verse sixteen. It says, "From what does God does this shield protect?" It says, "You will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one." So we can see the attacking attack point from this、uh, evil one. What is it? It's a flaming arrows. Now, what is this flaming arrow? Now, this flaming arrow of、uh, Satan can look can sound can sound very very、um, horrible. 
But sometimes this flaming arrow can come in a very sneaky way, very uh, charming and attractive way. I would say this flaming arrow can come uh, uh, with this what if, with a what if question. Now going back to Genesis chapter 3, we see a lot of problem happening there because Adam and Eve were, you know, they were in the paradise and they were walking with the Lord, but all of a sudden, the one day, the Satan showed up and then he was asking, like, did God really say to you? In other words, he says, what if? What if God is wrong? What if what you heard from God is totally fake and lie? You know what? You can't just eat eat from that tree and then you'll, be, you'll become wise just like God. So Adam and Eve heard the lie of Satan and then that's how they sinned against the Lord and then they lost the relationship between God and them. They were separated from God and they were kicked out of this Garden of Eden. So you see, you know the rest of the story. So Satan is trying to attack us and he was asked he is asking what if question instead of trusting the lord that we do not see satan is trying to ask those questions what if god is wrong what if everything that you have done everything god everything that you have known is just total lie the bible you are reading is wrong the church that you are going to uh, is totally fake and everything that you think is just a lie you know sometimes i heard a story of a um, brothers and sisters but many of them just left their faith because they had a marriage issue they didn't have a much of a happy life and they were like okay maybe god is not right you know i served god for a long time and i believed in god for a long time but guess what my life is not that good someone had a fail uh, failure in their job and they did not get promoted and they lost their job and they lost their loved ones and you know they had a problem with their parents and children and life life just got so miserable even after you know they become they uh professed to believe in christ jesus a long time ago so automatically or uh they were thinking this way that maybe everything that i knew about the bible is just a fake is it you see that it's not working and maybe um you know, pastors and leaders in the church they are just trying to promote their uh, church business trying um speaking a really good words so that the people are attracted and then they are just deceived by this uh, the church leaders so what do you think you know to me it is exactly same as genesis chapter 3 it's like a satan is talking to these people and say what if what god what if god was wrong what if everything that you knew is just a total fake and it's not really true you know we have to be very careful you know, Satan is always trying to attack us. So how can we be protected? We can be protected through shield of faith. When you are asked, when you are tempted with this what if question, what you need to do is to have the shield of faith. You need to trust in God. Even though you do not see Him, you cannot see Him. Even though sometimes you might have a doubt like, you know, um, I don't fully understand. I don't fully believe what I saw uh, in, in the Bible. But this way, you can you can say this way. Oh, God, please uh, protect me. 
You are my shield. You are my refuge. God, there are so many things uh, that are not making sense to me. I do not fully understand, but I trust in you, Lord. Even though I do not see you, but I trust in you. Please protect me. You can. Pr- you need to pray this way. You know, just because you don't understand doesn't mean that it is not true. I guess if you are uh, solving a problem, you are testing a very difficult mathematic problem. Okay, so it doesn't. That question doesn't make any sense to you and you don't have the power to solve the problem but it doesn't mean that the question is wrong you are not just prepared right you are not just equipped yet okay so just like that sometimes there are things that that don't make any sense right when you read the bible maybe you may not be able to understand everything that is in the bible sometimes you might have a lot of questions like is it really true How, but it's okay it doesn't mean that bible is not true but it means that we are not just mature enough you need to understand you need to know more so later it will make sense but right now instead of saying oh bible is wrong and everything is wrong you need to say this god it doesn't make any sense to me but i will trust in you i will put my trust in you guess what he will protect you because he is your shield so you need to look up to Christ Jesus. He is our perfecter, author of our faith. As in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. We need to look up. We need to see the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to seek Lord Jesus Christ. And He will give you faith. He will increase your faith. He will maximize your faith. He will perfect your faith um, in, in, in later. So you need to put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter what doubts no matter what satan's lie kick in trust in the lord so that is the shield of faith now let's go to the next one in verse 17 it says take the helmet of salvation now what is this helmet of salvation now in this one the helmet of salvation is also appeared in a different verse which is first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 8 in that case in that setting it says helmet of hope of salvation okay so you can look at the this way in the context is when you wear the helmet of salvation meaning that is you are arming yourself with hope for salvation you need to be hopeful for salvation now if you're not saved at all if you're not a christian then you don't have this um the weapon at all to begin with however if you are truly saved if you are born again christian then you must have hope of salvation some people say well i'm not good enough maybe god will never accept me you know i'm a terrible person you know i i used to go to church and and, and whatnot but right now you know i'm just a totally messed up but brothers and sisters if you are truly believe if you truly believe in Christ Jesus as your lord and savior then you are saved because John chapter 3 verse 16 very important verse for God so loved the world that whoever he gave his only son whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life so this is the assurance of salvation if you're truly in Christ Jesus if you truly believe in Christ Jesus then you are saved so you can you must have this hope of salvation but at the same time some people say you know what i am 
I am hopeful for something else. You know, salvation is good, but I still love this life. You know, I'm hopeful for more money. I'm hopeful for better life and a healthier life and better house and better car and better job. And if you think that way, then you don't have the true hope of salvation. What you need to, what you need to be, what you and I need to be hopeful for is not the things that we see, but it must be salvation. Yes, God saved us when we believe in Jesus Christ, but God is also saving us right now, and God will save us. As you can see in the First uh, uh, Peter chapter one verse five. So we are also hoping for the ultimate salvation, the uh, at the last day that He will save us for sure. He is going to keep us. He w- He is going to protect us all the way through, as in John. Uh, 10 verse 28 so we must be hopeful for the ultimate this blessing the gift of god which is the salvation so that you will never know do not lose your hope in salvation hope of salvation in this battle because if you lose that hope then either you hope for something else in this world or you will be hopeful for you will be hopeless for what god has already done so you're not trusting in the lord so do not lose the hope of salvation lastly last weapon that we need to have is this verse 17 the rest of it it says they have the sword of the spirit which is the Word of God, Sword of the Spirit. Now, this is the only offensive weapon here in this passage. Now, this Sword of the Spirit is what? It says, It's uh, the definition of it is the Word of God. Okay, so Word of God is the weapon. And Word of God is the sword. Now, what kind of sword is it? Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 the sword the god's word is like a double-edged sword what does it what does it do it really penetrates penetrates our heart and reveals everything in us so the sword of god the sword of the holy spirit the word of god is like a microscope it really reveals what's in us why it is so important now when you go to hospital they are going to tell you what problem you have not because to uh, not to criticize you not to condemn you but to protect you to heal you right it does the same thing the word of god the sword of god is really uh, helping us and healing us and purifying us and really help it really equipping us for the good works but also to fight against the devil fight against the spiritual forces as in matthew chapter 4 satan was tempting jesus christ using god's word but jesus used god's word to attack to not only to defend but also attack evil one so the evil one the satan uh, left uh, left to Jesus Christ. Jesus victoriously uh, defeated Satan right there with the Word of God. Of course, Jesus died on the cross to forgive our sins, and He victoriously rose from the dead. He defeated the power of sin and death forever. But we can see that the Word of God is the weapon to fight against this devil. And God is, Jesus is the Word, just in John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. So without this sword of the Spirit, we cannot fight. We, we do not have any offensive weapon. The best defense is the offense. So we need to attack the evil one. How? Through the Word of God. Now, I am 
recording this sermon not for myself but for everyone who is listening and watching this video but the key point is this I want to expose God's Word exposit the Word of God and also share this Word of God so that people would be equipped with this weapon which is the sword of the Holy Spirit because without this we cannot fight even if you have a big shield and uh, shoes and breastplate and helmet and but if you don't have any weapon then um, you will be always being defending yourself but you will not really go into enemy's territory and attack those people or attack those uh, evil spirits so you need to be offensive offensive in the spiritual warfare by being equipped with the word of God in 365 empowerment every day I posted video to exposit one verse per day uh, but that is not the only way you need to open up your word the Bible at least to spend about 30 minutes each day read God's Word meditate on it and me- and memorize God's Word the Bible verse so Psalm 119 11 says I put your word in my heart so that I will not sin against you so David habitually put God's Word in his heart so that he would walk with God alone this is what we need to do that we need to put God's Word in our heart every day this is my practice that I memorize two verses every day and I've been memorizing more than uh, 1,200 Bible verses not to brag about how much memory skill I have but it is really to sharpen my spiritual worth spiritual armor so that I will be able to fight against the evil one so that you need to do that as well I heard the story that many pastors and many church leaders if you're church leaders please please listen this very carefully they do a wonderful ministry they have a huge church ministry and everything but somehow they got in uh, to this uh, immorality shoe and then they had a fair and the ministry just went bankrupt okay that can happen because enemy can attack you that way but the problem is the problem is this these pastors and leaders did not really put the full armor of God they were so busy with their ministries they were so ca- caught up with their ministry business so they did not really taking they did not really took care of take care of their spiritual growth in the Lord they did not spend time with the Lord with the Word of God they prepared for sermon for the congregation but they did not read God's Word they did not meditate they did not memorize God's Word for themselves that's the problem no matter what you do whether you're a pastor or leader or just church member whatever you do you need to there's no option you need to carve yourself with the Word of God every day just like in Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 6 through 7 you need to put God's Word and teach them to the next generation whether you are rising up and laying down whether you are outside or inside you need to do that on a daily basis so put God's Word in your heart because that is the sword of the Spirit so that you can not only to defend yourself but also you can attack the devil and evil world so you will be victorious so put God's Word in your heart together okay so we've been going through this full armor of God which is belt of truth breastplate of righteousness that comes from the Lord and uh, sh- put, putting your shoes with the gospel preparation for the gospel of peace and uh, putting the shield of faith so that you will be extinguished the flaming arrow of the evil one and you need to uh, have the uh, the helmet of salvation uh, not to have the continue in the hope of salvation and then lastly you need to have the sword of spirit which is the word of God with this full armor not only to grow but also you will be able to defeat the enemy and you will experience the spiritual victory every day 
Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, we praise you for this wonderful truth about the spiritual warfare and also the full armor of God. Father, please equip us with this full armor of God. So in this very difficult time when a lot of people are speculating about the Christian faith, Father, please uh, uh, protect us so that uh, we will not be defeated, we will not be deceived by uh, Satan, but we will be able to fight against them with, the, with your word, with the hope of salvation, so that rather than the hope of this world, Father, please help us to have this hope hope for the salvation so that we will be able to victoriously stand uh, as you promised. So, Father, please help us and guide us, Lord. We thank you, praise you. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen.